ספרים למקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שהוא דוחנו, כל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכני עפר. קדוש הם אשר בארץ הם המבחן לרבנו הקדוש. צדיק יסוד עולם נחל נובע מכל חוכמה רבנו נחמן מפגה. נא נא נחמן נחמן מאומן זכותם תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן. בעזרת השם, we're going to do the second half of Torah Ein Dalet, which is actually Rabbi Nathan's explanation on this Torah, uh, because he wasn't there at the time. He, um, he's going to give us a summary of what the Chaverim taught us, what the Chaverim told us when they were at the lesson. And Rabbi Nathan is going to make it in a more understandable language and put the pieces together that we're missing. Bezrat Hashem. Zot HaTorah Shebisiman Zelo Shamati Mipi Vakadosh We're halfway through the lesson here. This Torah, Rabbi Nathan says, Shebesiman Zelo Shamati Mipi Vakadosh Rabbi Nathan saying that basically this lesson he did not hear from Rabbeinu's holy mouth. Vehu Mileshon HaChaverim Kenan This lesson is from the language of the, the students. And the one who delves deeply into the lesson will see with his own eyes that the language is very confusing and it's lacking a lot. And also that which is written, is not in order. Therefore, Rabbi Nathan says, I decided to explain a little bit according to what I understood from these words that are written over here. And this is it. Meaning Rabbi Nathan now is going to take apart the words. That are written here, because this is the way he saw it as well, the way that we just learned it, and now he's going to explain it in the best way possible. And you're going to see how Rabbi Nathan takes parts from the end and puts it at the beginning, and the way he does awesome things here to explain the sequence that Rabbi is trying to tell us. Every person must heal his own soul, meaning to elevate it to its root. And the only way to do this is through laboring in Torah. You already see the difference there. This is the way to elevate your soul to its source, to labor in Torah, until you merit to understand the Torah and to know the Torah. For there are two types of judgments. For there is the polluted impure judgment, which is the aspect of what we saw earlier, that the snake polluted Chava. With his poison, with his filth. But the holy judgment, the aspect of what it says in the verse, that those who Hashem loves, he rebukes. So we see these two opposites the judgment which is holy, which is because God loves us, and the judgment which is impure because the Yetzara is polluting us with his filth. This is the aspect of distancing. Rejection, which is the beginning of coming close. We're going to understand what this means. That anyone who makes himself righteous down below, they make himself up there, they, they bring up a deen, and he judge more strictly up above. Meaning this. When a person wants to right, make himself righteous and to come close to God, up there in the heavens, they basically, they bring upon him a righteous deed, a judgment. Meaning, what do they do? They make this person suffer with judgments, suffering afflictions. They, this is what they bring down to the person. And it seems, on the, it seems to every single person who goes through this, like we all do, that these judgments and afflictions they seem like rejection, like God is pushing us away, distancing ourselves from Him. As if 
God is literally pushing you away from serving Him. God forbid. We have to change our perspective. We have to understand that this feeling of rejection is actually the the essence of coming close to Him. The only way to come to closest to Him is to feel through that suffering. Because these judgments and distancing is actually for his own benefit, his own good. As it says in the verse, that those who God loves, he rebukes. Meaning, even though on the surface level it seems that, why would God rebuke someone he loves? But no, he's going to rebuke you. Why? In order that you withstand this test. So that you should become stronger and be more courageous to come even closer to God. And look in other places. As we saw in lesson um, 66, this idea why we receive obstacles in order to receive, in order to, that these obstacles are in order to increase, increase one's desire. And it's brought in many other places in the books of Rabbeinu, this idea, rejection and all this stuff. And as well. This is why this judgment meaning these sufferings and afflictions that God sends us whenever we begin to come close to Him, this is the aspect of holy judgment. It's only that we are in the aspect of constricted intellect, consciousness. That from the constricted consciousness, that's where the essential grasp of judgment occurs. Meaning if we didn't have constricted consciousness, if we understood this, then it wouldn't even be a deen in the first place. Why? Because we understood that the deen is not even a deen, it's actually just there to bring us closer. But, the only reason why we see it as suffering and judgment is because we're in constricted consciousness. So this is where the deen exists whenever we are in constricted consciousness. When our minds are constricted, they're narrow. When our mind is narrow, sorry. And this is the aspect that it says that Avraham um, gave birth to Yitzchak. Not that he literally... But it's through Abraham that the birthing of Yitzchak occurred. For Abraham represents kindness. Yitzchak represents severity, his judgment. As we saw above the dread of Yitzchak, that Yitzchak represents feared. Meaning that this holy judgment, which is the aspect of Yitzchak, is actually born and drawn down from the concept of Abraham, which is Chesed. Meaning what? That the holy judgment comes because of Chesed, because God loves you. Because of God's loving kindness towards you. Now we understand what this means. Because within this judgment, it's, the truth is that there's a great and awesome loving kindness that is enclosed within it. Because this judgment is actually for this person's good. As we saw above in the verse. And this is the aspect. That with his... Um, um, with a saving right hand, big, um, or with severities, he saves us with his right hand. Big vurot through gvura um, comes his saving right hand. And let's see what this means. Meaning that within the gvurot, within the judgments, within the severities, are enclosed within that the concept of the Yeshayim, you know, the saving right hand. which is Chesed. Meaning the salvation, which is the concept of the right hand, which is Chesed, we know Avraham, is actually within Gvura. All that concept of Avraham, Chesed, is actually within the Deen. 
meaning within the judgments that it comes comes to a person, is actually this concept of chesed that Hashem loves you, is your salvation. This is what Rabban was telling us that the salvation, not necessarily comes through the 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 positivity of the, the way we see things, of that we want this and that we get what we want. That's not necessarily salvation. Rabban was telling us that the truth of all the salvations is actually hidden within the the suffering that we go through, especially when. Not only, it's not especially, it's only whenever we're desiring to come close. When we really mean to come close. What Rabban was telling us is actually the salvation is hidden within the suffering. Within the judgments, whenever it's difficult. This is a huge, huge um, principle in Abu Hashem that Rabban was telling us that we really have to live by. And it's not easy. Rabban has many lessons on this lesson four about uh, seeing the things that happen to you um, that are on the surface level negative and seeing them as positive. It's very difficult, this work. And this is the work of great tzaddikim. But Rabban was telling it to us because we can do this. So what? Bechinat um, chesed. So we see this idea that within the gvura is the concept of chesed. Because this judgment is drawn from chesed. You saw that Abraham was the one who brought Yitzchak. This is what it says in the verse. For... Um, for his chesed has overcome us. That these judgments, severities are actually benevolences in, uh, in, in reality. The truth is that they're actually good things. Because through this, we're actually able to come closer to Hashem. Not through the ease, but through the difficulty. But each and every person needs to see it himself. He needs to put on himself the the responsibility to sweeten this judgment. For these judgments stem from constricted consciousness. And each and every person needs to bring his consciousness from constriction to expansion. To expand his mind. And through this, he's able to sweeten the judgment, which is the concept of Yitzchak. For Yitzchak represents judgment, the concept of the name Elohim, as we know that Tzachok Asali Elohim that Tzachah said about Yitzchak that whenever she heard she would have a child before even Yitzchak was born that God has brought me laughter Tzachok Asali Elohim so we see that Elohim has a direct connection to Tzachok which is the play on the words Yitzchak Ki Yitzchak nolad mi Sarah for Yitzchak was born from Sarah and we know Sarah represents Malchut ke Moshe Perash Rashi she nika Sarah Hashem she Sarah al-Kor alam kolo then we know Rashi says that Sarah is called Sarah because she ruled over the entire world. That Sarah, rulership, the word Sarah, the name Sarah comes from the word Sarah, which is rulership. And rulership is the concept of kingship, obviously. So we see that Malchut is Sarah. So Yitzchak is actually done from Malchut. Malchut ubechinadin. And the Malchut, excuse me, is the aspect of judgment. Bechinadina de Malchut adina. And as we know that Malchut is judgment, as it says that the judgment of the government is judgment. Malchuta, government, is actually a reference to Malchut, obviously. For it's the same word. So we see, the essential judgment is this, when the person is in a state of constricted intellect. That we know that when a person is in a, straight, in a, in a state of constricted consciousness, that Malchut is in the state of what we call Tzedek. Righteousness. For we know tzedek is the holy malchut. It says about that Malki tzedek, Malki tzedek, this king, it was the king of Shalem. Malki tzedek is a name 
But we see Malki Tzedek. Is a play on the words. If we split it apart. Malki, my king. My kingship basically is concept of Tzedek. Meaning what? The kingship is Tzedek. Malchut is called Tzedek. Righteousness specifically when Malchut is or when a person is in a state of constricted consciousness. And when Malchut is in this aspect of Tzedek, then we see there's a state of constricted consciousness, which is judgment. That from this concept of constricted consciousness, that's where the Deen of Yitzchak, the judgment of Yitzchak stems from. For the judgment of Yitzchak represents Choshech, darkness, that Yitzchak's eyes grew dim from seeing, he cannot see, meaning what? When you can't see, it's like night, it's like darkness. As we say, as we say that God called um, the darkness night. Meaning, what's night when you can't see? It's like Choshech, darkness. That Yitzchak's eyes grew dim. This is when a person is in a state of constricted consciousness. He can't see that the deen is actually there for the good. This is the aspect of the soul. It says that my soul longs for you at night. Meaning, what's night? Constricted consciousness when a person's eyes are not able to see. When the deen of Yitzchak is still in, um, in strength. It's, so the soul longs when it's in a state of night. And each and every person needs to go from this, from this uh, passage, from constricted consciousness to expanded consciousness. And this is how you sweeten the judgment, which only is there because of constricted consciousness. When our, when our mind, when we're not able to wrap our heads around this idea that this um, din that this judgment is actually there to bring us closer. When we're not able to, to recognize that and to live by it. And when a person ascends to this place of const con um, expanded consciousness, and this is the aspect of what it says about Adam and Chava, that both of their eyes were opened up. And what does Rashi say about this verse? That this is reference to wisdom, meaning they were both granted this concept of chokhmah. So we see the eyes opening up is meaning now there's wisdom in play. Now you haven't fallen. Your wisdom isn't in a state of uh, constriction. It's actually expanded now. Meaning why? Because your eyes open. What did we say earlier? The analogy was that Yitzchak's eyes grew dim. This is because the deen of Yitzchak is in play. Because of mochin de katnut, constricted consciousness. But when you open up your eyes, which is the idea of expanded consciousness, this is how you sweeten the judgment of Yitzchak. Um, for the essential sweetening of these judgments comes through wisdom which is the aspect of expanded consciousness meaning this the the knowledge of Torah brings one to how does one attain expanded consciousness knowledge of Torah for the Torah is called light the Torah is called that the Torah is light Torah or ner mitzvah ve Torah or that a, a candle is called a mitzvah um, and the, the the Torah is called light. So we see the Torah is light. And God saw that the light was good. That the, that good over there is a reference to the Torah. That God saw that the Torah was good. That 
And God said that the light was good, meaning what's the light? It's Torah. And what's Torah? It's Tov. So we see here that the Torah is reference to the light, and that light is good, meaning that the good we're referencing here is the Torah. Meaning the Torah, which is the aspect of light, is the opposite of darkness, which is the concept of judgment. Because what are we saying? That through the knowledge of Torah, which brings a person to to expanded consciousness, one is able to sweeten the judgment. And if a person wants to know whether he's in an aspect or whether the judgments that are on him are polluted judgment or holy judgment, the sign to know what it is, tefillah is prayer. This is how you know what type of judgments are on you, whether it's impure or pure. Um, so how do you know that the judgment is holy? When there's no cessation or stopping of prayer. Which are afflictions of love? All those that don't um, that don't have the cessation of prayer. Blessed is God who hasn't removed my prayer from me and uh, he hasn't removed my prayer and his kindness from me. And this is what it says. You hid your face. And I was terrified. What's the face? The face is a reference. The countenance is a reference to the prayer. As it says, it says that he turned his face over there, it says, to the wall, and he began to pray. Meaning the turning of the face is an aspect of prayer. The, the countenance is prayer. Meaning what? When there's a hastagat panim, when there's a hidden face, a concealment of the countenance, God forbid. What is a concealment of the countenance? What's countenance? We said earlier is prayer, as we saw with Chizkiyahu. So the countenance is prayer. When you turn the countenance, when you turn prayer, meaning prayer isn't there. Meaning when you stop to pray. God forbid. Then you can know that you're in a state of uh, judgment. That your deen is in judgment. Sorry, that your deen is, that it's a hard deen from the, that, uh, that it's a deen from uh, the Yetzirah. God forbid. It says you hid your face and I was terrified. Meaning what? The fact that you hid your face, meaning the cause of the prayer, now I was terrified, meaning that the deen that was on me it's from the Yetzirah, from the polluted judgment, as we saw above. We find that Yitzchak is a concept of holy judgment, which is drawn from the side of kindness, actually, because God loves us, as we see that Abraham birthed Yitzchak. What does it say over there in the Gemara? That Rashi says on the verse over there that the mockers of the generation, or sorry, on that verse that Abraham gave birth to Yitzchak, Rashi says over there that because those people of the generation that want to mock Yitzchak and Abraham and their, their family, you know what they would say? That, that Sarah got pregnant from, um, from Avi Melech. So, what is Avi Melech reference to? This is how it ties into the lesson. That Avi Melech is 
a reference to the polluted judgment. Meaning what? That the deen of Yitzchak, which is born from Sarah, was drawn from the side of impurity. Meaning that's, that, that's what the secret claim, that what they're saying is. It's not on a simple level that, that Yitzchak was born from Avimelech, but what Avimelech represents, the pollution. Meaning that they were saying that Yitzchak is born, the Yitzchak, the deen of Yitzchak, which is born from Sarah, actually stems from the polluted judgment, not from holy judgment, not from Abraham, God forbid. Meaning, what's the polluted judgment? Avimelech. Meaning that Yitzchak stems from Avimelech. So what did HaKadosh Baruch do? HaKadosh Baruch do? What did he do? He basically made the face of Yitzchak similar to Avraham's. So that everyone could admit that Avraham was the one who birthed Yitzchak. Perush. Meaning what? That the deen is actually a holy judgment which stems from the side of Avraham. Bechinat chesed. For Avraham represents chesed. From the side of chesed came Yitzchak as we saw big vorot earlier. And the sweetening of the judgment of Yitzchak through wisdom as we saw which is the knowledge of Torah. This is the aspect of Yaakov, which is born from Yitzchak. Meaning, from this judgment, which is Yitzchak, as we saw, which is the aspect of the soul, because we said the soul longs for Hashem at night, at night when it when a person's in the aspect of judgment, this holy judgment of Yitzchak. So from this concept, stems two different aspects. Meaning, from Yitzchak comes Yaakov and Esav. We see that Yaakov represents wisdom, speech with knowledge. This represents the sweetening deen of Yitzchak, the sweetening the judgment of Yitzchak. And we know that Esa represents the, the, the dregs, the complete scraps, um, which devolute and devolves and descends from the concept of judgment. This is what it says in the verse, that a soul when it sins, meaning what's the soul? The, the concept of the soul that longs at night when it's in darkness. When it sins, this is the concept of Esaf. Um, the Esaf also stems from this judgment. And this is what it says, that these are the descendants of Yitzchak, the son of Abraham. And Rashi says over there, Yaakov and Esav. It's pretty obvious who the descendants of Yitzchak, the son of Abraham is. But now we're going to say why Rashi said that Yaakov and Esav. Meaning that which we just explained about, from, meaning from the deen of Yitzchak, stems two concepts. Yaakov and Esav. For Yaakov represents wisdom, speech with knowledge, which is the sweetening of the judgment of Yitzchak, but then Esav is the lack of sweetening. It's the it's the pollution. It's the scraps of this judgment. So we see that the sweetening of the judgment of Yitzchak comes through the concept of Yaakov. For Yaakov represents speech with knowledge. And we know Yaakov is wisdom. That when Esav told Yitzchak, when he wanted the blessing, he said that Yaakov outwitted him. By Yaakveni, he out he out by Yaakveni, he tricked me. Yaakveni meaning he's playing on the words Yaakov. That Yaakov's essence is being a trickster. Yaakveni being the inside that word. You have the word Yaakov. 
the name Yaakov. And what did Unkaru say? Yaakveni vechakmani, that he outsmarted me. Meaning that Yaakov represents chokhmah. Further, the speech without knowledge and with knowledge. And these two aspects of speech with knowledge and speech without knowledge represent Hoshana Rabba and Simchat Torah. For Hoshana Rabba represents speech without knowledge, which is the Arava, the willow branch. As we saw yesterday, that the willow branch. If you look at the willow leaf, it looks like um, the lips. That there are those who study Torah, but they stammer their words without knowledge. They speak their words of Torah without any daya, without knowledge. Each and every words of theirs, of these people who speak without knowledge, it ascends up. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu delights with these words. Even just to show you the power of studying Torah without, not Lishma, without any that. That Hashem still delights in the Torah you study. And God plants the words of Torah that you study on the banks of a river. And from these words that He plants, He creates great trees which are called the willows of the brook. It says in the Zohar. So we see that Aravot, which is the content of Shoshana Rabbah, where we slap the Aravot on the ground, that Shoshana Rabbah is the content of Aravot. Um, the Aravot represent words without knowledge, as we see here in the Zohar. We see that the, the Aravot, the willows of the brook, represent speech without knowledge. This represents Hoshana Rabbah, which is the concept of judgment, the fear of Yitzchak, the dread of Yitzhak Shemimshach Mimochin Dekanut, which is only drawn from constricted consciousness, and therefore, Hadibur Belodata then. So we see that the speech is still without that. Avat Simchat Torah, but Simchat Torah, the celebration of the Torah. When we read the Torah, we start the new. We start from the beginning of the Torah again at Bereshit. We read the last parashah and go directly into Bereshit. The celebration of the Torah. Who b'chinat Dibur This represents speech with knowledge. And this speech with knowledge is actually the life force of one's soul. Worthy are those who know the pathways of the Torah and they put an endeavor and they put their effort to walk in an upright manner. That from these people who studied this path, upright path, their, from their words, Trees are planted, um, or a tree of life is planted up above the that has healing in its entire essence, that is able to heal. That a person who studies the Torah with da'at and speaks with da'at, then that he's able to create a tree of life up there that has healing. And this is Yaakov. Yaakov represents chokhmah, wisdom, the concept of expanded consciousness. For expanded consciousness is the healing of the soul, as we saw above. That how did the person heal the soul? When he endeavors in the Torah. That is what we're talking about here in this Zohar. person who walks into the Torah, who speaks with knowledge. This is Yaakov, with wisdom. This is how you heal the soul. It says, the sun is charitable and it has healing in its wings. The sun is a reference to what? The sun represents Yaakov. And it says that the sun shone for Yaakov. 
began to shine for Yaakov. And we know that Yaakov represents the sun. Look at lesson one over there. Shehu b'chinat chokhmah. And in Likud Moran, look at lesson one. Rabbeinu proves also that Yaakov is the sun. So we see that Yaakov, we also know as chokhmah, as we saw earlier with the Unkelus, b'chinat dibo b'deah. So we see Yaakov is a concept of speech with knowledge. Shehu b'chinat ha-Torah. B'chinat simchat Torah. Shehu b'chinat inan ha-Zvat ha-Kanan. For Yaakov represents the Torah, the light that we talked about, the wisdom. The Simchat Torah, the celebration of the Torah, this holiday, which is upcoming, which is the tree that has healing. That God is a, a sun and a healing. Hashem, our God, is a sun and a healing. Sorry, is a sun and a shield. My bad. Hashem, our God, is Rachamim, mercy. Elokim is din. Judgment. This is Yaakov and Yitzchak. Which represents the sun and the shield. The shield is Yitzchak. The sun is Yaakov. This represents the verse in Yeshaya. A prophecy of the future. That the light of the moon will be like the light of the sun. So Rabbeinu tells us, as Rabbi Nathan is explaining here, that what does it mean to make the light of the moon like the light of the sun? Meaning the moon represents Yitzchak. As we know in the Kabbalah, the sun represents Yaakov, as we literally just saw. And one needs to sweeten the din, the judgment of Yitzchak, which is the moon, through the concept of the sun, which is Yaakov. So that literally the light of the moon becomes like the light of the sun. And then you create tzedek, which is the malchut, whenever it's in a state of constricted consciousness. And you turn tzedek, and you add a letter hey, and you become tzedakah. This is whenever the tzedek, the malchut, is sweetened. Whenever the moon, Yitzchak, is sweetened, the din of Yitzchak. As it says that the sun, cherubo sun, has healing. Because what? When the kingship is in the aspect of judgment, it's called tzedek, righteousness. But whenever you sweeten that, that malchut through the concept of Yaakov, which is the charity that we talk about, sorry, which is Yaakov, which is the son that we talked about, then it becomes tzedek, turns into tzedaka, charity. And what do we say about charity? Shemet Taka, that the sun is charity. And what's the sun? We said it's Yaakov. So it makes perfect sense. It ties full circle here. That tzedek turns into tzedakah, meaning the holy manchut goes from constricted consciousness to expanded consciousness. This is how you sweeten the din of Yitzchak through um, Yaakov. Which is the concept of speaking with knowledge. It says, I am Hashem who speaks with tzedakah, uh, charity, and who is abundantly saving. This concept of speaking with charity, meaning speaking with knowledge that we're talking about here. And we see this concept of saving, which is the right side. Because the soul, which was before in the state of judgment, in the aspect of righteousness, justice, in the concept of constricted consciousness, in the aspect of speech without knowledge, when it goes from tzedek to tzedaka, from justice to charity, adding the letter hate to it, then this is the sweetening of this... Um, Soul, and this is the salvation of the soul. It says, speaking with charity and abundant, uh, abundantly saving. And this plays into the words, the verse 
that the Torah of Hashem is wholesome and restores the soul. Torah Hashem that the Torah of Hashem is wholesome. What did this mean? Hanu chokhmat Torah, meaning the wisdom of the Torah. Bechinat dibur bedia, meaning speech with knowledge, as we saw. Zehu ikaram takash bechinat dekavot nefesh. This is the essential sweetening, the healing of the soul. Bechinat meshivat nefesh bechanan. The aspect of the restoration of the soul through what? This, the wisdom of the Torah. Vezehu bechinat refuah refuot tehile sharecha. This is what it says in the verse. That it shall be a healing for your navel. For your navel. From the word Sarah. Same play of the words. So what does it say? That it shall be a healing for your navel. This is said with reference to the praising of the Torah. That the Torah will be a healing for your navel. Meaning what? Meaning for your navel. It's upon the words Sarah. The idea of your rulership. Which is Malchut Kingship. That she ruled over the entire world. That from Sarah, Malchut is stemming this judgment of Yitzchak. And the Torah is this healing, this sweetening of this judgment that we're talking about, the judgment of Yitzchak, which needs sweetening. Because when a person arrives to the wisdom of the Torah, his soul is rectified and it ascends up to its source. For the drop of seed, which is from there, the soul is birthed. As we know, it all stems from that drop of semen. It's from that drop that the... the it's Where did that drop stem from? From the mind, from the brain. The brain is wisdom. It says in the Torah, For Israel arose in God's thought initially, first. But the first thing that arose in God's thought was Israel. And what is the thought? The thought is wisdom. Which is the root of all the souls of Israel. The root of all the world. Because the root of everything is the wisdom of the Torah. Because with the Torah, God created all the worlds. So we see that everything is created through Torah. The Torah is the root of every single thing. The Torah is called wisdom. As it says, I am wisdom, etc. Meaning this is a reference to Torah, I believe it says over there. I dwell with cunning, etc. That the wisdom here we're talking about is the Torah. Ani, it's in the first person, it's, it's me, the Torah is wisdom. And when the soul merits to the wisdom of the Torah, this represents the renewal of the world. For the renewal of all the world, the revelation of all the world occurred through wisdom. Or, sorry. Yes, it occurred through wisdom. Which is the Torah. As we saw above that everything was created through Torah. And then when, you re- when one merits this wisdom, he reveals the honor of God, the glory of God. That this is the essential purpose and the final goal of why we serve anything. Why we do all our services for Hashem. Of all our services, of all our... Our works in this world, all our our tasks, the main purpose of everything is to reveal God's glory. For all the services that a person does to serve Hashem is only in order to reveal His honor. That with my honor I created it. It says over there. 
that God created everything, formed everything, He made everything just for His honor. And this honor will be revealed through this wisdom. If I am a father, where is my glory? What is this concept of father? Father represents wisdom. So we see that a father demands glory, as we see in the verse. But what does the father have to do with wisdom? Father's wisdom, it says Avrech, that the that the chant the Egyptians used to chant it when Yosef was being paraded through the streets. That he was an Avrech. And what does Rashi say about Avrech? That he was a father in wisdom. Meaning Av that a father is a father's essence is Chokmah. And this is the explanation of the verse that God um, ascends above all, is, he's exalted above all the heavens. Shamaim heavens, this represents Yaakov, is brought in another place. Um, look at lesson six, section seven, um, that Yaakov represents the heavens. Sec, uh, lesson six. So we see Yaakov is a Shamaim, that above, Shamaim um, Merokim, that God ascends above all the heavens. He's exalted above all the heavens. The heavens represent Yaakov. Meaning what? When you bring up the, the soul, which is the cult of the Elohim. How do you know this? Because the nefesh longs at night. And what's the night? Whenever a person's mind is in constricted consciousness. Meaning when the din of Yitzchak is still present. What's the din of Yitzchak Elohim? So we see what? The verse is hinting to us this, this advice that Rabban was telling us. That when he this person is elevating his soul, which is the aspect of Elohim, which is the aspect of this holy judgment, when he wants to elevate all these concepts up to Yaakov to sweeten the judgment, who represents the heavens, who represents wisdom. Azai, then what? What does it say in the verse? Upon all your earth is your glory. Meaning, when you ascend, when you sweeten this judgment through wisdom of the Torah then you're able to reveal the glory of Hashem into the world. May we have the merit to heal our souls and to truly attain this wisdom of Hashem, the knowledge of the Torah, to speak with knowledge, to attain the true essence of Hoshana Rabban Simchat Torah, to sweeten all the judgment that we receive um, in our Avodat Hashem. God willing, Bishkut Rabbeinu HaKadosh.